0: Welcome back to another episode of History for Weirdos.
1: Woo-hoo! We're back, baby!
0: We are back! And this
1: time I have my voice.
0: Yes, oh my gosh. Thank you all for your kind messages and your patience. Uh, One week we missed because Andrew lost his voice, and it was very rude and very selfish of him to do so.
1: exactly.
0: And then the next week, very rude and very selfish of both of us, we went to Cabo for my birthday, (laughs) and we were just... So um, enjoying the moment and relaxing. Right. And I there highly recommend just, it.
1: Absolutely. And there was just no way we were going to get anything any work done in Cabo whatsoever
0: we didn't bring laptops or anything that we both read a ton of books Andrew read the Odyssey
1: I did Yes. and
0: we just relaxed um we went for my 29th
1: birthday yes and happy birthday once again
0: thank you and I don't know I just want to recommend for anyone who especially during this season is feeling really tired or burnt out definitely definitely schedule time for rest right we can't always all go to Cabo Um, We were very fortunate to be able to go, but some, you know, rest is very necessary
1: in life. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good uh, mental health message from the therapist.
0: Yay! I had to. I had to. (laughs) And now that we are rested and very well recharged, we have a new History for Weirdos episode for you all today.
1: Yes. Woohoo. And I believe this is episode... 28, I want to say. Don't quote me on that.
0: I love how we never know.
1: I know. It's like, I know the general vicinity. (laughs) In the high 20s. (laughs) In the high 20s now. We're we're almost at 30.
0: Yeah. Almost at 30.
1: And as such is my age. Yes. Andrew's
0: almost at 32. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Like 30 as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh,
0: I see what you're saying. Not 32. Right. Exactly. Correct. But... My love, why don't you tell us what wonderfully weird history story do you have for us today?
1: Oh, I ha- I have a weird one. Uh, this one's pretty cool. Just kind of FYI, this one's going to be a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. So in case you guys are, you know, wanting like a 50-minute hour-long episode, that's just not going to be the case here.
0: That's, yeah, you <laughs> that's need a, short a good ones thing. Yeah, you guys
1: need short ones every once in a while. Yes. I think tr- we're for a while trending up. Going
0: longer and longer.
1: It, we were, yes. Yeah,
0: but sometimes for us too and like researching and making the episode sometimes there's like little short but sweet stories that we really want to share with you all right so they'll vary in length a bit but hopefully the content is what you enjoy
1: exactly so uh this this woman that i wanted to highlight today is a trailblazer in her in her field okay and um,
0: love those
1: i know love it and you know she is a weirdo in the, the truest and best sense of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I wanted to get into the story, I actually wanted to give a big shout out to one of our listeners, Matthew G. from Tennessee.
0: I oh, that, like, that kind of <laughs> rhymed, yeah.
1: And he gave me the idea of this episode. Um, and in fact, I, if I recall correctly, this is the first time that we're doing an episode based off of a suggestion from a listener.
0: How are you getting secret suggestions from listeners? I didn't see... You didn't...
1: Oh, I think this is... I think a DM on Instagram. I'm not sure. Oh, and sure. you're
0: better at checking them.
1: I am. Yeah. But you sometimes check them too. Hmm. I, I seem to have missed out yeah, on a good one. Yeah, you missed this one. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had a good uh, suggestion. So and thank
0: you, Matthew. Yeah,
1: thank you, Matthew G. So if you're listening... Yeah, thanks. So this woman, mm-hmm. her name is Maud Wagner. Or mm-hmm. just Wagner. I just like saying Wagner like... It. <laughs> german person or like i'm pretending <laughs> to be german <laughs> so any german folks out there i'm ethnically german so like
0: there must be it's okay. something
1: yeah anyways yeah. <laughs> so she was mod wagner
0: or mod
1: wagner mod wagner. <laughs> wagner or wagner whatever i'm gonna say wagner i think it sounds more more badass
0: and then here in the states we like that last name is fairly common and we really pronounce it wagner
1: yeah i like know Ma- quite
0: a few wagner's
1: yes yeah exactly so her last name she was born Stevens, so Maude Stevens, uh-huh. and on February 12th,
0: 1877. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so we're, this is
1: kind of like a turn-of-the-century kind of, like, story.
0: Andrew and I always talk about how this, like, turn-of-the-century era, I think in, like, especially in the UK and the United States, was mm. just
1: so weird. It was very strange.
0: People were, like, kind of, you know, more scientifically inclined and advanced, but also not... Right. And I don't know, they thought they were really smart, so they did weird things sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, there
1: were some really amazing inventions yes. and just leaps in technology. But there was just also things that were like, oh, you're just peddling some pseudoscience right now.
0: You know what it is? The word that I would use to describe this era is quirky.
1: Quirky. I love that. Quirky,
0: or perhaps even whimsical. Oh, whimsical? Yeah, whimsical Wagner.
1: Oh. Uh, whimsical Wagner, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. If you don't know who she is, that's okay because yeah. I had never heard of her before I started doing research on her.
0: I've never heard of her.
1: And she gives off some pretty big weirdo energy. <laughs> and any any guesses on who she is?
0: Maud Wagner. That's
1: No, but is. like what oh. she's known for <laughs> No what she's known for.
0: Oh. Um Let's see. Is she um um is she a circus person?
1: Actually, yes. What? Yes. Oh, really? Are you serious? Did you you? That was just a guess. That was
0: just a guess because you know what I think of in this era is um
1: like the, the circuses.
0: Yeah, the Barnum and Bailey and the Greatest Showman. She,
1: yes, it's because of the circuses that she got famous.
0: What?
1: Yeah, that is very strange. But more specifically to something.
0: Okay. Okay. Tell us more. And I'm excited. She
1: is known as the first female tattoo artist in the U.S. and quite possibly the entire world.
0: Whoa. Yes.
1: Yes. There's some pretty badass pictures of her. Um, that's
0: so crazy. I never thought of who would have been the first female tattoo artist. Yeah, because yeah, that is a traditionally, quote-unquote, masculine field. Right, and I'll,
1: I'll get into that actually at the end of the episode. Okay, cool. Um, so before I get into her story, I, I just want to make like a few things clear. You mm-hmm. know, First off, we have this perception that tattoos, mm-hmm. up until very recently, were just taboo. And yeah. they'd always been that way. But that's... That's kind of correct, but also not correct at the same time.
0: Depends Um, on the culture you're looking at, Exactly.
1: Like, tats have been around, you know, with indigenous peoples ever since ancient times. Yeah. And both men and women were tatted in Native American populations. That wasn't anything, you know, special.
0: Yeah, it wasn't Um, taboo for them at all. Right.
1: In fact, there is a story of a a white woman, white girl named Olive Oatman, Mm -hmm. who was raised... In the Mojave tribe, Mm. she got tatted, including some facial tattoos, even Mm -hmm. like on her on her uh, chin. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: she came back to American society at around the age of nineteen and became like an instant celebrity
0: wow yeah that's pretty so cool. interesting um, but you're right even on on tiktok actually i've learned a lot about indigenous peoples and the the meaning of different facial tattoos that's
1: crazy they're really cool like little yeah.
0: dots and lines mean different things yeah and, and
1: she had it looks like some vertical lines on her yes chin.
0: i've seen those yeah that's it was so kind of cool. weird it was
1: funky looking but kind of dope at the same time I wouldn't do it for me, but, you know, you do you. Yes. So, and this was in, like, the mid to late 1800s, so okay. a little bit before uh, Maud's time. Mm-hmm. You know, also, I have to say, at the, the turn of the century, it was perfectly acceptable for both men. And this was in, like, American and English societies. Okay. Um, it was perfectly acceptable for both men and women to have tattoos so as long as you could hide them. Mm. that's why, you know, that's what, conservative dress, you know, at that time really did hide tattoos. And it was totally normal to have like some that were like, you know, maybe like a shoulder tattoo or something that's or like, so a weird. or a little tattoo here, like on your upper arm. Upper I would have thought it would have
0: been very unacceptable. Yeah.
1: And, and all over. In fact, one of my favorite, like, th- like historical pieces of knowledge mm-hmm. is there are pictures of Tsar Nicholas II of Russia looking like a straight up thug, mm-hmm. like he is tatted. Mm. Yeah and he what? was a literal emperor a literal emperor
0: what yes you can is he in like a tank top or something yeah what Dude,
1: he looks pretty bad he has like this badass mustache he's tatted
0: oh i have to look yeah that he up. looks like a
1: hipster like yes yeah, that's from exactly how I'm pict- yeah not like emperor of russia wow
0: i mean they're very similar vibes
1: it <laughs> kind of are actually yeah
0: similar aesthetics
1: yeah similar aesthetic <laughs> definitely <laughs> So, anyways, enough about like Silver Lake and hipsters. Let's get back to mod. Uh, not a. Also, by the way, listeners, Silver Lake is a um, is a place in Los Angeles that is just known for as a hipster territory.
0: Yeah, it's a cool, really um, cute neighborhood here.
1: Yeah, I actually do like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, um, not a lot is known about Maud's early life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to do a lot. I did a lot of like sleuthing, could not find anything. So we just know that she made her living as an aerialist, acrobat, and contortionist. Um, and it was at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis where everything changed. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Well, it's, she actually just met a man. Okay. His name was Gus Wagner.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: he was known, he was actually pretty famous in his own right, he was known as the Tattooed Globetrotter. He even claimed to be the most artistically marked up man in America.
0: Oh. So there were unartistically marked up <laughs> men. Those. But he was in a league of his own. I was own. gonna say
1: something, but yeah, it I mean, I wonder if he, he I hopefully he wasn't talking about, you know, like Native Americans or Yeah. Ugh. What do you mean? Uh no, just like thinking that they were not artistically marked up.
0: I'm sure he didn't even know about their culture. To yeah, be maybe honest. not.
1: Yeah, that's true too. I doubt it. Yeah. And it was it was interesting. It, you know, I did do a little bit of research into him. I'm not gonna go into him too much just because he's he's like ancillary focus of this it's yeah. really more on mod yeah but uh i know he did extensive traveling and he he learned how to um do tattooing from like very obscure places That's so just interesting. because he did do a lot of world traveling mm. and so um in and he met mod and in order to there's there's two conflicting stories okay. like one you know um uh, but The more generally accepted uh, story is that in order to win a date with her, um, (laughs) Gus had to teach her how to tattoo.
0: That's what she required. Yeah, that's what
1: she required.
0: Nice. I like that.
1: And then he even did some work on her, like giving her, I think, her first tattoos.
0: Wow. That's like low-key, very romantic.
1: A little bit, yeah. I like that. And it was kind of cool because the method he used is sometimes called the hokey pokey (laughs) method. I'm not even joking. (laughs) And it's, it's pretty, I, like, uh, even at that time was like considered old school. Really? Because, like, oh my God. In the 1890s, um, the tattoo, like a tattoo machine had already been made like a, an electric one. I don't even know. Like
0: similar. Yeah. The, the similar the to the z- ones z- they use today. Yeah. yeah but z- like z- 1890s, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: And so, <laughs> yeah. And all you needed was just a needle and ink and not the tattoo machine. Um, and he Whoa. became, I think he and she and Maude became like some of the last people during that era to use that method.
0: So it, it's a truly manual method. Then. It's very
1: manual. Yeah. So no electricity.
0: Like just your hand going.
1: Yeah. Or I guess I'm not sure.
0: We have to look up videos. See if there are I want to see
1: videos. Yeah. That'd be interesting. And so ironically though, the technique has made a bit of a comeback over the last few years. Of course
0: it has. Because of course it has. Everything always comes back around.
1: Yeah. Hipsters, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in silver lake. It's That's in where silver the technique lake. is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maud and Gus got married, you know, shortly thereafter a meeting on October third, nineteen oh four, and had a baby daughter by the name of Lovetta.
0: What cool names in this family? Gus. Maud and Lavetta.
1: I think Lavetta is the best one.
0: They sound like a cool, quirky, like fun family.
1: They, yes. It's funny you say that too because there are pictures of them yeah. um, where they all are wearing like conservative dress, yeah. like uh, the fitting of the time. Right. And it, they just look like a normal family. Like you have no idea underneath that they're just like tatted from like neck to toe, basically. Are
0: they as tatted as my cousin Paul? More. More? Yeah. Paul, I know you don't listen to this, <laughs> but you are very, t- you're the most tatted person
1: and I've I, ever seen. And I think they're more.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So before long, you know, she was covered from, uh, you know, from the neck down and tattoos as evidence that so you can go online and just look up photos of her. We'll post one on Instagram.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: so you guys know what we're talking about, but yeah, there is. And she is very tatted. You know what? She looks a lot. It's really strange because in the, in the most famous picture of her, she looks very much so like a, a modern day comedian. The one from mm. the woman from Parks and Rec. Let me look. Yeah, she's the.
0: Um, I'm gonna Google it, you guys. So I, you guys can't see, but I can see for you. I'll be your eyes.
1: Yes, she, the. Oh God, what's her name? <laughs> she was the one who was like just like a horrible person.
0: Her, I don't know. She doesn't look like.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh, Parks. oh,
0: oh, oh. The guy, the, oh God, everyone's listening. Like, you guys are so annoying. Um, He's the best friend of Aziz Ansari's character. Y- yes, and, and it's, it's his, his sister. sister. Yes. She looks like her. You're she right. She does, right? What is her? Her
1: name. I don't know her name. But anyways. Okay, you keep talking. I'll keep talking. So Mod got pretty good at tattooing and was suited enough giving, you know, people their own tattoos and could even perform tattoos on herself. Like gave her herself tattoos.
0: That's like my cousin Colin.
1: Yeah. That's well, he crazy. He was just telling us. That's yes. how we learning how to do it. And she became kind of an attraction and was featured in the circus as like the inked up lady. Um, Margot DeMello comments in her book inked tattoos and body art around the world that mod's tattoos <laughs> were typical of the period and consisted of patriotic tattoos hmm. and tattoos of monkeys butterflies lions horses <gasps> snakes trees and of other women
0: so <laughs> kind of just all the
1: above in america
0: i so while you were speaking i did yes. some research the character we're thinking of is mona lisa saperstein yes. from parks and rec She's the one that's like, I have done nothing wrong ever in my life. And then her dad, who's the Fonz, is like, and I love you and I believe you. (laughs) Yes. That meme, you guys. That's what we're referring to. She looks so much like her. I know. It's weird. Wow. And this photo that we will share of Maude is nuts looking because she has like the turn of the century, like very feminine updo with like a flower Mm -hmm. in her hair. She has a beautiful pearl choker necklace. And then it's just like. It looks, down, photo- it looks photoshopped.
1: Right. And she looks like she should be in Silver Lake.
0: Yeah. That is because even, you know, tattoos, I think, are so common now. They're very socially acceptable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think a woman in today's day and age with this many tattoos would stand out. Yeah. She would absolutely stand I out. I think
1: that's what I was thinking, too, is, like, obviously, tats are acceptable now mm-hmm. and, like, everything. Uh, but that would, yeah, you're right. Like, that would be kind of weird.
0: Yeah, you'd be like, oh, she's like a funky lady. Yeah, but
1: this was over 100 years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's nuts.
1: <laughs> so, you know, Maude also reportedly even had her own tat- name tattooed on her left arm as well. And, you know, and obviously like... You that's know,
0: pretty, pretty hardcore. Right. To tattoo your own name on you?
1: That's pretty... Yeah, that's, that is core. Um, <laughs> tattooed women, you know not surprisingly, were a regular occurrence in circus sideshows. Right. And especially with her, you know, a barely clad woman with, like, Mm. her body permanently altered through ink was a pretty big spectacle, to say the least. And because of this, the money, the cha-ching, was apparently pretty, pretty good. Really? Yeah. So they (laughs) earned, you know, a... Around two hundred dollars at like you know at its high at their height like around two hundred dollars a week.
0: Wow, which would
1: equate to around at least I should say equate at least fifty six hundred dollars in in today's dollars. That's
0: a lot of money. That's a
1: lot of money. Yeah. A oh week. my god. That's a week. Yeah.
0: Damn, I should have been in the turn of the century circuit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, not too shabby, and in fact, like their daughter Lovetta would say th- that they were like making it pretty much as much as like a bank president
0: at yeah. the time was yeah. making,
1: and that I'm was sure. like you know, like the hoity-toity job, I think.
0: Of course, a oh, bank
1: president here. Hmm. We're here of savings and loan crisis. yeah it's money yachts. Anyways. But they got
0: to like be in the freaking circus, <laughs> yeah,
1: and not be like, oh, money,
0: yeah. How cool! I know, right? What and like, what an unchartered, unconventional way of living, even for today. Yes, but especially for their time.
1: Especially for their time. That's what I'm thinking too. So they ended up. They continued, I should say, working as tattoo artists, mm-hmm. and are both pretty much largely credited. Uh, for bringing tattoos away from the coast and into like kind of like the heartland of America.
0: Oh, I guess it would have been very coastal because of sailors.
1: Yeah, like sailors and that's stuff for yeah. the
0: U.S. You know, particularly like white American culture. Mm-hmm. It's we got tattoos through sailors. Like that—that yeah. that was the big thing for yeah. whatever reason. My grandpa's a sailor, and he's also tatted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Oh my god! Oh, but they brought cool. it into like. The, the inner mainstream. parts yeah. of the U.S. where people probably weren't exposed to seeing them at exactly. all. That's so cool. And then to see such an extreme example of, of tattoos. Right. That's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, I think some of their neighbors would say, like, oh, they're the circus freaks that live next door. Almost, like, kind of, like, jovially saying yes, that. Yes. I yeah. think
0: within circus culture, like, it's similar to this, this idea that we have for History for Weirdos. Also, our logo, when, when I was working with our designer, I discussed um, making it look kind of like a turn of the century yes. circus. Yeah, it, it does. Circus ad. Yeah. So it has little hints of that. You guys can take a look when you see it. And that's similarly to like us calling each other and our lovely listeners weirdos. I think in circus culture, being a quote unquote freak or being weird. This, they've saw it as like an empowering thing yes. instead of being like marginalized or looked at strangely they were like no we were proud that we're different
1: right exactly at
0: least that's one of the narratives that we hear i yes. don't know for sure i wasn't there never been in the circus i like circuses <laughs> but i've never been in one i
1: like them <laughs> i like the snacks oh i love the snacks
0: i think it's a good time yeah. But that's so cool. I know, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, also, what's cool, too, is their daughter, Lovetta, continued their work. But for some reason, and we don't, we don't know why, Maude would not l- tattoo or let Gus tattoo her. So they would not let, like, Lovetta, like, you know, they would not, like, tattoo Lovetta. They Neither wouldn't
0: tattoo their kid?
1: Yeah, they would not tattoo their kid. That's
0: so funny because I was going to ask you, is was their baby tatted? Like, as a baby, <laughs> were they tatting the yeah, baby? Yeah,
1: like, tatted like a three-year-old. <laughs> but
0: they refused so, to tattoo her. And get
1: this, she never received any tattoos because, in her words, if Papa couldn't do them like he had done mods, then nobody would. Whoa. So she was a tattoo artist that was never tatted. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That in itself is like almost like a weirdo story.
0: Wow. She like. But yeah. She was like counterculture to her parents. Counterculture. Yes. That's
1: so Like crazy. a double whammy. But you know, Maud and and back to like Maud and Gus. Mm-hmm. Like they would remain together until Gus's death in 1941 when get this. Mm. Mm-hmm. He was killed by being struck by lightning. No, yes, their you can't make this is, up.
0: Their life is like a weird, weird like Amazon series. Yeah,
1: and then I we don't and then like no, we don't know really much of Maude for the next twenty years. But then she dies like two decades later at the age of like eighty three.
0: He got struck by lightning. He Got
1: struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are the odds of that?
1: Well, according to my calculation. I'm just kidding.
0: That hey Google, what are the odds of being struck by lightning?
1: Okay, listeners. On the website cdc.gov, they say <laughs> but the odds of being struck by lightning in a given year are only around one in five hundred thousand. One in five hundred thousand listeners.
0: Wow, and he he didn't just get struck, okay. right? Like you might get like Your arm struck or... I don't know. Like, get really poorly injured. He died.
1: He died. One in five hundred thousand is is still, like, much more common than I thought. That
0: is still, uh, unfortunately, more common than I thought.
1: One in, like, like five million or, like, 50 million or something. I don't know. Weird. But, you know, and again, I can't stress this enough. I'd say she is a weirdo or was a weirdo. Yeah. In, like, the truest and best sense. Because, like, she definitely paved the way for tattoos becoming... More mainstream mm-hmm. and especially for women. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting um, that, uh, and I'm going to quote something that's from one of the articles that I, I use for this. Uh, all of that is interesting, funny enough, <laughs> is the name of the source. I'm going to quote them, and they said not only did she become the first female tattoo artist in the United States. But she also covered her own skin with tattoos, mm-hmm. taking ownership of her body in a time when American women couldn't even vote.
0: Oh my, I just got chills.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I literally
0: just got chills. Wow.
1: Yeah, and interestingly today, American women are slightly more uh, likely to get a tattoo than American men. What? Yeah. How it crazy. Was like I can't remember the exact figures, but it was like 23% versus like 19%.
0: Well, between the two of us, our dear listeners, I am the one with tattoos.
1: Yes, and I am not.
0: And you are not. So that kind of tracks.
1: Thank Maude Wagner.
0: Thank Mod. Excuse
1: me, Wagner.
0: That's so cool. Yes.
1: And, you know, there's probably a few factors that determine the reason why, you know, women get more than men. Yeah. But I I think it's safe to assume that Mod had to at least played a very small part in that, what an in the inc- very least. Yeah.
0: I mean, a trailblazer, like in the truest sense. Yeah. And, and you know, oftentimes with, like, when counterculture becomes mainstream, it's mm-hmm. because someone or a group of someones did, like, a very extreme version of something that gave people permission to, to do it a little bit.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? So no, her being
0: super saturated with tattoos and very... In that industry allowed, you know, probably a few women to be like, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get a couple. Exactly. That's so cool. I know, right? Well, thank you, Maud.
1: Yeah, and that is the story of Maud Wagner.
0: That was an awesome, really fun, delightful story. Yeah, actually. that's like a
1: fun, yeah, no... I mean, besides getting struck <laughs> no, by lightning, no, no mur- hardships. <laughs>
0: no hardships, no murders like mine tend to be.
1: I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Mod Wagner, Wagner, whatever, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However you pronounce your name, you know, you do you. So before I, we close the episode, I just want to give a shout out to my sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, we have the Heroin Collective. Then,
0: oh, That sounds pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I know. You're mm. probably going to look at that later. I'm going to Google <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I use mike.com. Openculture.com and my personal favorite one this week, all that's That's
0: a really good source too. Yeah. I've used that one before as well. I don't know even if for episodes, but that's like one of the websites that all do like random oh, yeah. getting lost in them.
1: Oh yeah, and said like oh yeah, and I didn't use Wikipedia this time. Weirdly wow. enough. Yeah, not not even like for anything.
0: My mind is blown. Yeah, the first man. time
1: I think I've I haven't even like touched Wikipedia.
0: Damn. You're really like um raising the bar?
1: I'm raising the bar here.
0: Really creating, like, content (laughs) without Wikipedia's, like, next level.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my
0: God. I'm going to try to do that for mine, but no promises.
1: No promises. That's okay. sometimes it's just easier to, like, like, also keep track of, like, a narrative as well. Yes, yes. And so you're getting your things from other sources, but sometimes you inadvertently be like, oh, I guess I quoted that from Wikipedia, but... Yeah. It makes sense.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for telling us this really fun... Like, charming, cool story. Oh, and thank you, Stephanie. Dear weirdos, I'm really excited for you to see the images that we will share on Instagram. So be sure yes. to go check them out and give them a like. And as per usual, do not forget to rate, Mm -hmm. review and subscribe to this podcast or share it with someone that you think may enjoy it. All of those things, as we've told you before, help other people find us and we, and it's working. Like your support is working because more folks are finding us and sending us lovely messages like, Hey, I just found your podcast and I enjoy it. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who listens and who supports. And if you want to, catch us on instagram to see those photos Mm -hmm. we are at history for weirdos right and all of that info will also be in the show notes
1: exactly and until next time weirdos
0: until next time weirdos thank you so much
1: adios